Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. Cast, cast, cast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. And we're back. Episode 40 of Boston's Big Podcast. We're back in the basement. Jack and Owen here. Uh, bringing Meow. you the latest in Boston sports, New England music, um, all that good stuff. Episode 40 obviously has to be episode Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask. I don't think there's any question about that. He's he's far and away the best number 40. That Brick wall yeah. most of the time. One of the greatest goalies in, in Bruins history. He's up there. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so shout out to Tuka Rask. This is and episode Tuka Rask. And I commented Rask. before. He's got that terrifying oh, his... bear mask. Yes. There's uh, the bravery of the opponents to get anywhere near that. I wonder if he that. designed that himself. I, he must have had a, a hand in it, I imagine. Yeah. Or maybe they presented him with like a number of designs. Yeah. It's pretty but, cool. Yeah, he uh, deserves all the prowess he can get. Yeah, shout right? out to Garask. And uh, also shout out Dave Henderson, former Red Sox player. Um, back in the 80s, he, he wore number 40. Trying to think who else. Uh, Dino Raja of the Celtics. Nobody really notable other than Rask, to be honest. So shout out to Rask. Shout out to Rask. Doing big things for us. Um, the Bears are back, baby. If you don't, the Bears are out. back. Actually, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, their season begins. It's gonna um, be good. Yep, they had their media day today. Uh, so we'll get to some Bruins stuff later, but we're gonna start with the Red Sox. Yeah, well, actually, I just want to, real quick, Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of beginnings, uh, another uh, significance of the number 40, back in the 1940s, video was first introduced, and signifying such inventions, we've introduced video to our We have. I almost just forgot we were on video until you mentioned there that. I'm is not video. used to it. Yeah, if, I'm not um, used to it. We got people streaming live, live audience. I don't know if you guys can uh, tell anyone watching live. There's actually an audience in front of us. Yeah, chime in. Tell us how we're looking on the video broadcast. Yeah, sound off in the comments if uh, we look great. Yep. And, um, you know, keep it to yourself. If not, we'll figure it out. The Bruins play Dallas on Thursday, by the way. I had to look that up. I also uh, yeah. made up the 1940 video being invented. Could have been earlier. Could have been much later. Uh, I assume it was. I feel like then. it was a little earlier. I don't know. Had to have been. Edison had had some fooling with yeah. uh, mo- motion pictures. So right, I, right. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's Sorry, come a long guys. way though. It's come a long way. You know? Yes. Now we got this little GoPro here, and we can. We're doing it. Broadcast to all these people. Yeah. Shout out GoPro. Please sponsor us. Shout out GoPro. Uh, we're sponsored currently by Blue Chew, the only chew for men. I'm just kidding. We're not no, sponsored yes, by No, yes, any. we are. We're running I, with that. <laughs> Blue Chew. <laughs> Is that even a real thing? Yes, it's like an erectile dysfunction thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we're not sponsored by them. Uh, for hymns and other erectile dysfunction things. There's many off-brand erectile dysfunction things that podcasts are advertising these days. I don't know if people are... Uh, I don't want to do Are they really? They're re- yes, that's in a lot of that's things. A thing? now. Yeah, for hymns. For hymns and... Uh, yeah, anyways, back to it. I'm just saying, it's it's <laughs> hilarious. Back to it. We're me. looking for sponsors. <laughs> we are looking for sponsors. sponsors. Hit us up. Sound off in the comments if you want to be sponsored. We might uh, shine some light on you. If you're lucky. Uh, yeah, so Red Sox. So bring it, they're taking the carousel home. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eastie, by the way, not here again. Yeah, he uh, he's back to Habitat. They had to call him. He, I guess he hadn't finished one of the houses. That typical son of Whatever. a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. He's great. <laughs> he, uh, shout out Eastie. Good kid. Yeah. Good guy. Um, Red Sox season has come to an end. It's sad, but it happened. Which means uh, you're finished uh, strong, though. Finished on a high note. Yeah, I, that was a good last game. And if it happens to be Mookie's last moment as a as a Red Sox, then yeah, they got some decisions to make. Who's gonna stay? Who's gonna go? We got. I a hope cap. Mookie stays. I hope Mookie stays. Obviously, the uh, main, you know, the, the main goal this off season is to get pitching and starting pitching and bullpen. <laughs> like without a doubt was the huge weakness this year. Yeah, big hole. I mean, it was big shootouts. We had big hole. shootouts, high-scoring games, but we just couldn't I mean, get the these amount people of nights, out. The amount of nights this past Red Sox season where, you know, we would go down. I, I would get an alert on my phone, you know, within an hour of the game starting, and we're already losing by three, four runs. And it's like you can't be chasing runs. After the first inning every night, that's exhausting. Like exactly. the uh, shout out to the offense. They shout they out offense. Thing. They really <laughs> shout did. out the heavy hitters. Shout out the heavy hitters. That's who we need. Yeah, get some more. Heavy Raphael hitters. Devers, Xander Bogarts. They showed out this year. They were amazing. Devers has got to be the most entertaining to watch just through facial expressions. That's uh, I mean, he's just he's fantastic. He's amazing. Um, only twenty two years old, he became the second youngest player in baseball history. To hit 30 home runs, 50 doubles, and have 200 hits overall in a season. Uh, the He's second behind 21-year-old Alex Rodriguez in 1996. Mm. A little, little stat there for you. Shouts out, Raphael. Yeah, Raphael Devers absolutely killed it this year, as did Bogarts. Christian Vazquez had a good year. J.D. Martinez had a good year. Um, Mookie Betts. Had a good year. He wasn't up to his MVP level that he was last year, but you can't expect that every season. He was still very good. Um, And as far as the pitching goes, Eduardo Rodriguez was good. And out of the bullpen, uh, Brandon Workman was really impressive. And then everyone else on the pitching staff was trash. (laughs) True. (laughs) We had two good pitchers, one one starter and one out of the bullpen. That was pretty much it. Um, Obviously, Sale, disappointing. Uh, you know, signing that big contract. Yeah, we we got a baseball game on here. Slight inter- interference. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously Chris Sale, huge disappointment. Um, what? Uh, it, are, it, we good? <laughs> I was hoping we could kill the the external volume, but I think it doesn't matter. It's it's buffering right now, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so Chris Sale signed a five year deal. Uh, last off season, and I mean it was a risky move, considering his injury problems in the past. He, even though you know he was solid at the end of the run last year, he was still pretty worn down at that point. You know he he really emptied the tank in the playoffs, and he was hurting this year. And um, it it was weird though because there were certain nights where he would go out there and have, you know, one of the best games of his career, and then he would have five bad starts in a row after that, and then he ultimately just got hurt and his season was over. But Injuries can do that. Injuries, yeah. So it, it, he needs to figure out the injury thing, and I think the injury thing kind of crept into his head a little bit and, you know, became a mental thing too. So Yeah. 
Um, and then David Price, obviously, was disappointing. He started out strong, then mm-hmm. was disappointing, and then got hurt. And then after that, you can't really ask for much from the starting rotation. Eduardo Eduardo Rodriguez was incredible. He finally was able to put it together for a full season, which we've been waiting for. Um, so that was promising to see. But, yeah, basically the uh, – you know, the complacency last off season, no urgency to go out and get pitching when it mm. was clearly a, a, a need. Um, even though Big they won hole. the World Series last year, they had trouble out of the bullpen during the regular season, and the only reason they got by in the playoffs was because, I mean, guys just emptied the tank. They, mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they pulled Put out all the stops, yeah. you know, threw in whoever they had to throw in. Chris Sale closed out the fucking last game of the World Series. Like, they... Those guys were worn down after that. You couldn't expect that repeat performance this year, and especially yeah. getting rid of Kimbrel too, or letting him walk, and Joe Kelly as well. And then those other guys like Brazier, you couldn't expect him to duplicate that, and he didn't. He ended up back, and he ended up down in Pawtucket. So it, it was a mess all year. It seems and like they took the pitching for granted, and realized that they, they took had yeah. to focus on. They took the season for granted in general. The offense was all set because mm. they already had a great offense, but. That yeah, the pitching was the weakness, and they took it for granted because they were just on a high after the uh, the World Series, and they felt like they didn't need to make any adjustments because they had people talked about the the bullpen being bad last year, and they still got well, by. And I mean, it's it's interesting because a team like that, like they'll win, and then you'll have a, a season like this where it's really we almost had no expectations of uh, going all the way. It seemed like uh, about well, at the beginning of the year we did. That's true. I mean, but it, it, but did, yeah, about halfway through, strong. about halfway through, you knew it wasn't going to happen because. And uh, <laughs> but in other years, you'd have like in 2013, that that was a fully underdog team. It almost seemed like we weren't ready. It was a team that uh, kind of wasn't expected to win anything, and then yeah. it turns out they were winning the World Series that year. And I mean, it's hard to repeat that uh, uh, like constantly. Right, and then they were bad in 2014. And uh, yeah, so. A rebuilding year can sometimes surprise you, but it seems like in that case they had a known established team, and yeah. just it couldn't. They couldn't just piece had to tweak some right things puzzles. with the pitching rotation. Yeah. And if they had better pitching, their offense put up huge numbers this year. If they had decent exactly. pitching, just think, decent pitching, their pitching was so bad. Like Rick Porcello, the amount of times he gave up a home run in the first inning, like it's just it was hard to watch. Halfway through the season, the the Red Sox were. Not even worth watching. I can't even imagine how low the ratings got. I have to wonder what's the highest ru- amount of runs a team's gotten in a regular season that didn't end up making it into the playoffs. I uh, it could have been the, they're probably up there. Could have been the Red Sox this season. Actually, this that's a that's a yeah, that's a good point. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it's they're it's, definitely up there. There's no doubt. It's interesting stats, and I actually, I mean, I'm not too much of a baseball numbers guy, but I know baseball in particular goes really deep on those specific uh, stats. I um, bet I could find that. That's <laughs> that's a good one. I need to look that up. Yeah, it's interesting. There's all types of little records getting set like that throughout the yeah. seasons. Uh, but yeah, Red Sox always pulling out a show, win or lose. It's fun to go. Everyone loves to just be at Fenway Park. It's a real good feel. Yeah, we were talking about that a few episodes ago, how mm. like going to Red Sox games has become more of just like a social gathering rather than a... Uh, Hold on, let me take care of this. Yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, you are my hero. You know when you're just like always focusing on that external sound? That was me. 
Now I'm happy. We got a, <laughs> we got a little uh, wild card baseball game going on in the background. Milwaukee Brewers. Stay in tune. Yeah. Always known what's going on. But yeah, we were talking about it a few episodes ago how Red Sox games have become more just like a social gathering than. I mean, there's a lot of casual fans that go that don't know anything about yeah. the game, and they just go just for the experience. And it's very rare. I mean, I think it's probably over the years dwindled, I'm sure, if you did a time lapse for this long extended period of decades, you'd see less and less people in the stands in these games with the scorecards. Uh, I mean, how many people oh, really have a scorecard anymore? Nobody a real, does that anymore. A, f- a real fan sits down and takes that score. I mean, I've <laughs> those uh, you know those real that baseball I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a real. Fa- I mean, the people that do that are definitely real baseball fans. There's That's no true. question about that. I guess it's not a qualifier immediately. It's not a qualifier because I feel like if you're really a fan of a team and you want to watch the game, like it's hard to. And these days, it's all recorded, so you don't really need it. And plus, if you're out, but it's a memory. If you're you know? out with people, like you don't want to be writing after every single pitch or yeah. every, every single play. I do know of some people that are old school, and they will they will. Bring I've seen up people do that. Every, I've every seen game. people do that. I mean, walking around the stands, I do see a good amount of people. I with used them, to see like but, old guys at Fenway with like they would come with uh, like a Walkman <laughs> or like a little transistor radio. And like, oh, and they get the put live, headphones yeah. in, and they would listen to the radio broadcast and be taking the score, and like, so they can you know listen to whatever stats are. I do still see with. that, yeah. Which is that's that's a hardcore baseball mm. baseball fan right there. That's a dying breed. You, you it is, see, yeah. You won't see that in a few years. <laughs> that's really interesting. Shout out to baseball, though. Shout out baseball, America's pastime. Yeah, fuck all the baseball haters out there. Yeah, it is slow. We get it. Yeah, it's always Whatever. been slow. It's I just get, go it is, and take a nap. Whatever. It Watch is slower it, than usual right now. <clears throat> I mean, it has gotten progressively slower over the uh, last few years. But regardless, if your team is good, it's still fun to watch. Like, the Red Sox last year were fun to watch. Oh, yeah. This year, they were nearly impossible to watch because they never really lived up to their potential and... And I, the pitching I was just so bad, and it was, yeah, the it, they weren't were, enjoyable. Seats were empty majority of games. I don't think I, I maybe saw a small handful of games where the seats were were full. And uh, just a reminder, folks, vendor out here, get your hot dogs here, get your yeah. peanuts here. Anyone want a water here? Water, water, lemonade here. I'm sorry. So you just wrapped up another season. I just had to get it out, end of the season. Yeah. Can't do that for another, like, eight months. Yeah. So, so you're heading back? You're uh, heading back in 2020. I think so. You yeah. signed a you signed a one year extension. Well, least. yeah, I'm at least guaranteed a spot. I'm okay. guaranteed a That's spot good. on the team. All right. So <laughs> we'll see how Keep it goes. Keep that in mind. Look for Owen in the stands next year at Fenway. Yeah. Shout out vendors. Shout out vendors, doing God's work out there when you're hungry and you don't want to get up. Yeah. That guy <laughs> bringing you a nice cold lemonade on a hot day. Or thirsty, whatever. That guy. Bringing you that amazing yeah. foot long hey. when you needed it. Hey, tip your vendors. Tip your vendors. Yeah, tip your vendors. We work hard. No doubt. Um, Shameless plug. But no, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, season's over, so getting a little, uh, getting my last baseball calls in. Peanuts, yeah. peanuts, yeah. Hopefully next year will be more exciting. 
It will be. They know what they they know the mistakes they made. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it'll be a bounce back. They made here. some the, firings. The inconsistency of the Red Sox over the last fifteen years has been so annoying because yeah, they've won four championships, which is amazing. That's more than anyone could have ever thought when they went eighty six years without one. But it's amazing how many disappointing years they've had over that span too. It's like they yeah. either win the World Series or they suck. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot legit. of peaks and valleys. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so weird. Peaks and valleys with those teams, but like, you, you think about it. the bad seasons. Like twenty eleven was a disaster. Twenty twelve was a disaster. Twenty fourteen was really bad. Twenty fifteen was really <laughs> bad. But we won this World Series in you know twenty oh four oh seven thirteen and eighteen. Like yeah. But we've had all these bad seasons. And you know oh five the year after we won in oh four was also bad. Like we've never every time we win the World Series we follow it up with a bad year. Besides uh, two thousand seven. Because then we went to the ALCS in 2008 and lost to the Rays, I think, in seven games. So we almost made it that year. But other than that, 04, 13, and 18, we mm. followed those championship years up with sucky, underachieving years. It's true. So I guess, so, yeah, getting riding off not, them. Uh, they, they need to start studying what the Patriots do because somehow they're able to stay consistent every year. Doing their an jobs. It would be interesting to see cross-sport t- uh, cross coaching. Let's get Belichick coaching the Red Sox. Well, well how's that? What's going to happen there? Well, what would the signs be like if Belichick coached the Red Sox? It would, things would change. <laughs> um, like exactly what we're talking about. They would be more consistent, I believe, because... Sound off in the comments if you think Belichick should coach the Red Sox. I think he should, honestly. Or he should at least... All right, so this actually ties into an article I wrote earlier today. Perfect. Yeah, no, this is actually perfect. Unplanned segue. (laughs) Bostonsbig4.com, check it out. Um, (laughs) So before this season, um, actually way back in January, Alex Cora said that he basically guaranteed that the Red Sox were going to be better this year than they were last year. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind, last year they won 119 games, best season in team history. Most winning season. Best season in team history, won the World Series, and he's guaranteeing that they're going to be better. He said, I honestly think we're going to be better this year, and he was like, and we'll see what kind of luck we have in October. So he was already talking about October before the season started. Hmm. Okay? This is back in January, and he's he's – overlooking the whole regular season and saying, you know, hopefully we'll be ready in October and I think we're going to be better this year. So just totally now picture Bill Belichick in June at OTAs saying, oh, you know, today, today we're doing saying, yeah, saying, you know, hopefully, you know, we're going to have a great year and hopefully, you know, come January, we'll be able to run through the playoffs. Can you ever picture Bill Bill Belichick saying something like that? No. No. The arrogance to assume. So that speaks to, and then Tom Brady in a recent interview, um, probably a couple months ago with Willie McGinnis, shout out Willie McGinnis. Chill. um, Brady said the way that he approaches every new season is that is like he's at the bottom of the mountain with the rest of the league, and everyone else has to climb to the top. You got to prove yourself. It's not you start the new season. You start at the bottom with everyone else, and you got you have a new group of climbers with you, and you got to make it to the top. And that's the opposite mentality that the Red Sox had, or that Alex Cora had, and obviously the manager. You know that spreads throughout the team. Yeah. 
They assume their position. And the general manager, you know, not going out and getting a pitching and assuming the pitching was okay and they didn't need any changes, that's also being complacent and overconfident, you know, after yeah. winning a World Series. So, yeah, horrible approach to the year for the Red Sox. That's all I have to say. And Sad. if they took more of a Patriots-type approach. Oh, and also Cora last season had said that he wanted to talk to Belichick at some point to um, try to learn about how to defend a title. And he never ended up meeting up with him. Mm, so probably he should because definitely, Belichick didn't uh, want to meet up with him. He should definitely try to get after that this offseason. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they need that Patriots mentality. Definitely. It's proven to work for 20 years, so... Yeah, it could make Red a big Sox, difference. Despite winning four World Series, which is great, they've been so inconsistent in the other years. And so, yeah, kind of, you know, starting the, taking that exact same mentality next year, the Red Sox, starting at the bottom of the mountain, which is what they should have done this past year. Winning the World Series does not carry over, you know, through the winter into the spring to the next season. It, it does doesn't. Not. Yeah, you, you need to stay sharp. You can't get complacent. Everyone else is People getting better. People are going to learn your tactics Everyone else from the is getting before. better, so yeah. you got to get better. Like, that's, you know, sports it, it, it is almost, a, it, I guess, in many ways, if you keep most of the same team together, it's sort of a disadvantage because if other teams, I mean, you're going to have most of the same players, so they'll be familiar with how you played before. So you haven't if you haven't changed up any of your strategy or anything, it's right. going to become predictable. Right, which is what the Red Sox did, and they lost Craig Kimbrell, so they didn't have a closer. So mm. it was like they did get worse too, and they got complacent, and it was a disappointing year. It's all right though. I uh, I hope they can do a little little flipping and flopping, figure it out. There were some shots off the bow. With, uh, someone got fired, I believe. Oh, Dombrowski, yeah, yeah. Gonzo, gone. He got fired before the season ended a few weeks ago. So. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the new general manager is. Theo Epstein, holla at your boy. Holla, holla, holla. Theo, come John back. Henry. Win some stuff. That's his boy. Not, <laughs> yeah. m- not me. <laughs> um, yeah, Theo would be nice, but honestly, anyone besides Dombrowski. Dombrowski is famous for depleting farm system like going all out to win a world series and then leaving you in shambles after that that's where what he does everywhere he goes interesting so that's what he did he, like he'll trade away your farm system all your prospects to get you know stars win a world series and then when those stars die out you're left with nothing because your farm system's depleted he's done that everywhere he's gone Really? Yeah. <laughs> he did well, that in if Florida. It works, it he works. did that in Detroit and he did that with us. So if it's a business model he for usually, this guy. Yeah. He won a World Series in Florida. He almost won one in Detroit. And you know, then he won one here. And then each time he ended up getting fired once the team started to suck and they were left with nothing. And so it's a good strategy for like if you're trying yeah. to win right away but not really build for the future, not even think about the future. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, so. it's one way to break a curse. But and yeah. then but perhaps curse yourself for a few more years. <laughs> oh well, we got that ring last year. Couple rings. Couple rings. Four rings. So you know, if you told someone in two a Red Sox fan in two thousand four, early two thousand four, that they were about to win four World Series in the next fifteen years. They'd be pretty Especially punched. like an old like seventy five year old Red Sox fan who'd been waiting his whole life, he'd be like, Nah, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, they'll never yeah. win. I've n- I've never seen him win. Yeah. 
So, oh God, can't complain too much. But consistency, please. You know, please have a couple of good years in a row, not just one, and then suck. That'd be fun. But um, let's move on to the Pats because it is football season. Four no, sort of. They had a bit of a test uh, last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, a little bit, a little sloppy. Defense still coming through with the TD. Oh, defense! The defense is amazing. Um, they finally let up a touchdown. Their first one since uh, yeah, sad, the AFC Championship. Ha- ha- it was bound to happen, but I guess. it was like, I don't even think it was a touchdown. Did you see it? Oh, yes. It he, was... Uh, he reached over the goal line. Josh Allen reached over the goal line. It, they called the it really out. quick, confidently. Yeah. I was surprised. I mean, I guess like the, the nose of the ball like, crossed the line for a split second before it got punched out it of his didn't, hand. It didn't seem like, in control. For that yeah. to be the one touchdown they've let up in four mm-hmm. games, like <laughs> it was such a cheap one. Ex- yeah, it was... I mean, or five games. So, yeah, it was a cheap one. They still haven't let an actual person... Human being into yeah, the end zone. they have not crossed. <laughs> it's been a struggle. Is yeah. all it is, you know. Exactly. I mean, if that's the farthest they can get, right Devin now. McCourty interception in all four games so far. Love that. Leading the NFL in interceptions. Give us that ball turnover. Yep. McCourty's leading the NFL in interceptions. Jamie Collins is second in the NFL with uh, three interceptions. So we got the top two pick leaders. In the league, and uh, the D line looks great. The linebackers, everybody's solid on the on the defense. Looking Tom great. Brady said, uh, I think today or yesterday in an interview that this is he's never seen a defense one of his defenses play like this before, wow. which is high praise because you know. I, I mean, I guess what he's saying is they've the had past, some great yeah. defenses. Yeah, I guess what he's saying is he's never seen. You know, they've never had a defense that's gotten off to this great of a start. Yeah, well, I guess the aggression... But you can't uh, compare... To be getting defensive touchdowns yeah. more often, more than once. I mean, the talent, yeah, is definitely, you know, all time. Um, I'm not going to put them ahead of, you know, the 0-4 defense with, you know, Tyla and Teddy Bruschi and, you know... Mike Shout out Grable Teddy Bruschi. And all, and all Richard Seymour and all those guys. Like, I'm not going to put them ahead of that. Because yeah. those guys were, if they, you know, obviously, if they, go, if they win the Super Bowl, then we can talk about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the defense doing its thing. The offense struggled last game. Uh, it was uh, But it was I sloppy, have to say, the yeah. Bills' defense is impressive also. Definitely one of the best in the league hmm. from what we've seen so far. So their, de- their defense is legit. Um, but, yeah, it was a disappointing game offensively. Really nothing happened. From like the midway point through the second quarter on, there was really nothing going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was stuff in the run. You didn't see much from Dorsett or Gordon. Um, Steven Gostowski missed another extra point. Yeah, disappointing. I don't know why. Uh, He's you know, missed, do what, your job. Four now? He's 10 of 14 on the year. Which is, I mean, unacceptable. Those are free throws. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it's insane. How often, I mean, honestly, though, I, I don't truly know the, the number, but, like, how often does this happen? Like, how, how many Missing kickers? an extra point? How many kickers miss it? Like, I, I almost expect so it every Steven time. So, Steven Gostowski until, let me see. Coming into this year, he had only missed nine, or he had only missed eight extra points in his career, which is a 12, 13-year career. But 
in the past, I want to say that half of those have come in the past three, four years. So he's kind of starting to fall apart. Yeah. He missed a huge one in uh, the AFC Championship against the Broncos in 2015. Oof. And that's where I feel like it really started to go downhill for him. He missed a huge one in the Super Bowl in 2016, the 28-3 comeback. Um, he's the reason that we had to keep going for two at the end of the game, and mm-hmm. luckily we got it and you know won the game. Yeah. But he easily could have lost us a Super Bowl there. Yeah. And he's just been shaky the last couple of years since then, and this year he's off to a really bad start. So it's kind of a mental thing at this point, obviously. Um, it's getting to the point where the you know the Patriots might decide to go for two instead of instead of kicking field goals. Could be more consistent. Um, yeah, I heard today that Tom Brady, over Tom Brady's career, the Patriots are fifty percent, fifty eight percent on uh, two point conversions, hmm. and Gustowski this year is uh, what ten for fourteen. So I mean, it's better, but it's it's not better, that. but it's not that much better. It's almost well the risk reward factor exactly because yeah. you want to get two points like you know it's the fact that they even have to think about that is like mm. <laughs> not good. It's embarrassing. Gustowski it's embarrassing. Should honestly, just get his shit together because Gustowski is the him. highest paid kicker in the league. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not deserved anymore. It's uh, not deserved. Certainly not deserved anymore. And uh, I miss Vinatieri. Yeah. Vinatieri is great. Vinatieri is still playing. Oldest guy in the NFL. Yeah, forty six years old, I believe. He was drafted in ninety six, and he's still playing. Wow, incredible! He's the only guy drafted in the nineties that's still playing. That's and then Brady was drafted in two thousand, and then there's nobody else that was drafted before. Like, no one's older than that. No. Wow. I'd say third oldest might be Frank Gore, who we played against this past weekend. That's crazy interesting. I I, uh, I actually forget about football that players a lot. don't yeah. play that long. How old like you? The, I the mean, Vinatieri is like, a, a kicker. Veteran. Kickers play longer than anyone because there's no contact really. Yeah. Um, quarterbacks can play pretty long as long as they don't get too beat up like Andrew Luck did. But Brady's been pretty good at avoiding hits, and he's had pretty good offensive lines. Yeah. Um, you know, and he does the tb12 thing and he's pliable and all that yeah so <laughs> p based proteins yeah and, exactly know. he you know very makes interesting juices and nuts and all that shit yeah i guess shout out vegans i um gotta it's gotta is happen. he vegan he i must know. be no i, I, I think he, i think he eats meat he might eat fish i don't know fish are good for you yeah pescatarian that's cool um yeah tb12 TB12. It's a brand. Um, yeah, it is pretty exciting. Uh, I, I, my fantasy is uh, I'm now I think tied for first. I don't know who's actually in first, Gavin or me, but uh, it's it's getting pretty tight because people are. So you're what? People three are falling one? apart. Yeah, I'm three and one. I'm now. three and one also. Three of us are three and one. Yeah, so three of us are three and one. Are we in the same division? I don't think so. No. Okay, so, yeah, that's that's good. I think four of us are three and one, or is it just three? Gavin and I are three and so there's a... There's two in your division and there's two in my division that are... Oh, so there's four. There's four, I believe. Is Sam? 
No, Sam's two and two. I checked that today. Uh, big upset. Burke beat Gavin. Burke That's had not won funny. a game, and Gavin was undefeated. And Burke <laughs> beat him by two points. Pretty funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, gotta respect it. What were we looking up? Who's yeah the standings, fantasy standings. Yeah, so calling out all the fools out one. there. Anyone who's making mistakes out on fantasy. Anyone who's not drafting Rob Gronkowski, he's coming back. He's coming back next week. Jesus He'll be Christ. here. I'm, call- I'm calling Inside it right sources. now. Inside sources. He's coming back next week. Yeah, so we got uh, you and Gavin, both 3-1. and one, And then in my division, we got Dylan O'Toole and myself. Mm. So there we go. And uh, whoop-ass Dave Eastman is a 1-3. One and three, not not great. That's rough. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad actually. It's all right. Nah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking <laughs> with him. He knows. Sorry, Easton. He knows I'm messing with him. Um. Um. But yeah, honestly, um, get your team up because we don't need, we don't want to hear um, your complaints. Yeah. Get get with it. Get with the times, bro. Get with the times. Um, oh. Patriots. That was weird. As we said last week, the Patriots, or last episode, the Patriots don't have a real game until, uh, I mean, I guess this last one was a real game, but they still won. But they don't have a real yeah. contest until the Ravens, November 3rd. Yeah. And they got the Browns the week before that. But until then, and the Browns, yeah, yeah the Browns look like they could be going to be the real test. That's what it all, and that's what, when we always play our best. But, yeah. but yeah, they have a a cupcake schedule to start the year. Aside from the the Bills, you know, they're pretty good, but their offense sucks. Josh Allen, not yeah. good. It's um, a matter of getting it together. Um, and I mean, as far as I mean, the Pats usually start like two and two and still win the Super Bowl, and they're four and zero. Oh, so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can do it. I mean, you can make work with a lot of stuff. I mean, the Red Sox had the biggest comeback in history to win their historic World Series. So it's, uh, I mean, things can always turn around. There's always hope, especially with Boston sports. So I never count them out, even even when we're dominating. But you feel especially good when we're starting the season undefeated. Yeah. Even though uh, we can see the kinks getting worked out. You know, next week is a win. Mark it, you know, already. We're playing the uh, mm. Washington Redskins, who are zero and four, haven't won a game, zero chance they beat us. Like, hey, dude, this is what I'm saying right now. Well, you never know, but we no. gotta keep, we gotta Redskins, stay sharp. The yeah. Washington Redskins. I'm not expecting it, but I'm just saying, let's keep an eye out. Zero you know, chance. Tortoise in the hair. You don't want to get caught sleeping by a million. <laughs> Pats by a million, sure, but you don't want to get caught sleeping. Everybody know this. The Pats won't get caught sleeping. I can sleep. I'm not playing. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Um. So yeah, everything's running smoothly for the Pats right now. Oh yeah. I mean, aside from the offense last week, but they'll figure that all out. Um, Bruins. Shout out Bruins. The Bears are back. Yeah, shout baby. <laughs> that was a great. The Bears are back. That was a great little sound bite from the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I hope nice. everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, that was great. I think um, people did enjoy it. Got a, got some good reaction. 
Yeah. People whoever, love the voice. Whoever that crazy man was that yeah. was yelling about the Bruins. That crazy man who has a Instagram now, so we know who he is. Yeah, there's a new Instagram Even account Even though he uh, doesn't have any pictures up yet, but he'll get to that. No, there's pictures on there. I guess tagged pictures. But, that doesn't uh, count. It doesn't you count. You have not posted any pictures. No, I don't post stuff, guys. My bad. If, uh, you gotta if I got to post something every now and then. Yeah, to all to my many followers, I don't post just many things. Next time when I post a promo clip for this podcast, just repost that or something. I, I don't know how to do that. I was trying to repost. Oh, there's an app for it. I'll I'll show it to you. There's an app to repost Instagram? Yeah. Why do I have to have another app? Oh, to to repost videos, you have to have an app. On Instagram? Yeah, to repost videos on Instagram. There's an app called Repost. I swear to God. I'm breaking the board of the wall right now. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> looking at the view. Why? Why? I don't know, actually. It's kind of stupid. They're it's kind of like, like oh, how, did you want to do something on our app? Download another yeah, app. Yeah, it's like what how Facebook f- has Messenger as a separate app. Like, it's that kind of shit. It's, it's frustrating as what? Yeah. yeah, but you don't post anything. I can kind of understand Messenger because it could be a standalone thing because you message and everything. But, I like, guess. for me to post videos... On this app that I already have, a different app. What do you mean? Doesn't even make sense. Cancel it. Cancel. I, it. I don't know why that's Instagram. A thing, to you be canceled. Honest. I also like don't know what time it. I'm at in my video on Instagram. How do I know how far I am in the video? There's no time. I don't know what, what the bar mean? is. If it's a video that someone posts, I don't oh, know yeah. how far well, I'm in the video. They can't be longer than a minute. Yeah, but now I gotta wait at least a minute to see if it ends. You can usually see if you tap it. You can see in the. There's, there's a clock in the corner, I think. Oh, it doesn't do it. It only shows no. in the very beginning. It shows in the beginning, yeah. I know. I think you're right. See, it doesn't come back up. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's how I'm they new, suck you in. I am new to Instagram. That's and how I'm, they suck you I'm in. I'm out they here replaying videos. It's disappointing, everybody, because I want to. I want to be a part of this stuff. I was on Facebook. How are you liking only. Instagram so far? You don't like it. These are my complaints Those, about these it. Are your I, complaints. Do you have any? <laughs> Anything you like about it? I mean, you, oh, I like the memes. But yeah. here's the thing: I pretty like much saw. Who are you following? Memes. Who's your Who's your favorite person that you're following? All the comedians. So far? All the comedians. comedians. Comedians are the best. They're, They're my the favorite. best people to follow. Shout out, uh, Crystalia. Shout out, Theo Eliza Schlesinger. Shout out, uh, Nikki Glazer. Shout out, Theo, Theo Vaughn. Do you follow Theo Vaughn? Of course. Did you see I the video of him the picking up the hit- hitchhiker the other day? Uh, yes. You did see that in yes. Hawaii. Oh my God, that was so funny! That yes, funny. and he was like, "Catch and release, baby." Yeah, catch yeah. Catch and release. Oh First of all, God. he comes, he drives up to it, and he's like, "Up to it, the the person." Yeah. <laughs> but he goes, he goes, "Oh, it's my favorite outdoor animal." <laughs> <laughs> Live human. And I expect it to be like an animal, and then, you know, the next clip is him showing the person, and it says a hitcher. <laughs> and then he yeah. picks him up, and he's talking to him, and he's like, "How long you been hitchhiking for?" And then he's like, "Yeah, catch and release, baby." He's like, "He's like, I'm unmurdered." <laughs> unmurdered. Yeah, he had been murdered, but he became unmurdered. Yeah. Now shout out Theo Von. Comedi- yeah, Theo comedians Vaughn. are good to follow. Um, They're the only ones to follow. Everything else is too serious. Comedians and music. Yeah, comedians and rappers. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I uh, and, uh, found a funny thing by. Prof I follow today. a lot of athletes too, obviously. Yeah. They're fun. Some of them are fun. Brady, you got to follow Brady. Do you follow Brady? I don't think so. No, I... Brady's like the king of social media. I just started... He obviously has someone else, like, you know, create the videos for him, but... I believe it. Oh, wait. No, I haven't seen Brady videos. No, you maybe posted them. 
I've reposted them. That yeah. must have been he why. He plays Cousin Stiz. Like, yes, that was why. Yeah. I remember. Okay. It's Brady's, yeah, Brady's Instagram is definitely worth a follow. Yeah, I'll definitely get out there. It's actually really weird how the uh, algorithm works because there's definitely stuff that it knew I would already have liked. Like, I didn't even connect it to my Facebook, so it didn't have any of that stuff. But it had listed, like, a bunch of things I was definitely going to already Do you use like. Apple Music? No. I don't know. I just kind of I just did it with an email, so I don't know. Maybe Google knew, but that's that's creepy though. It was yeah, it was weird. I I mean not maybe Google knew. Yeah, and Google I'm like, did knew, go, man. Did Google tell them? But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who snitched? You know, yeah, was some, it Takashi Six Nine? Someone yeah, Takashi Six Nine <laughs> told Instagram all the things that I was gonna like, Probably. and now that's why I had them lined up right away. Oh but a God. bunch of stuff happened. Like for for example, it had no idea like anyone i know so i'd be like i was like just trying to get a few friends because i didn't like synced any i didn't sync any contacts from anything so i was just like searching a few like core people to try to like get on my thing and um and it was like they wouldn't show up because it was like so out of whack like the algorithm like i'd be like typing someone's full name and they didn't come up but then i would like find that person later like in someone else's like friends list and I'm like, I typed them in, like, they just didn't show up. But it was like, because... That's cause a weird thing about Instagram. Like, even someone who's, like, who you follow each other and you like each other's stuff, you'll look for their name and it won't even come up. It's weird, it's yeah. Like, it was. The, I know this person. Why aren't they showing up? It's so, like, yeah, they. it seemed like it was pretty hard to just find people I know. But now that I have a few friends, like, all the suggestions, all the suggestions are accurate now. In. It's like... Yeah, once you start following a few people, you'll get all sorts of suggestions. And you'll just yeah. be like, oh, like... You follow uh, Palmer Squares. Oh Terminac. yeah, yeah, they're funny. They're the best. Shout out Terminac. Hung out with them at the show. Yep. Uh, hung out with Nasty. Shout We're out Nasty. We're gonna get to that though. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Good stuff. Shout out the Patriot. Shout out local music. For sure. Shout out the Bruins. Yeah. Shout out the Bruins. I'm excited. Hockey season will be fun. Let's hang at the garden. We uh we made a little trip around the city today. We did. Or not today, but um, a few days ago. Yeah, this week. It was um, um Yeah, we did. We we made our rounds. We went to Fenway, we went to the garden. We went to a twenty four hour bakery. We got some sweets. Got some footage. Amazing. Got some great footage. We did. We caught some hot footy. Yeah. And you can catch us out there at uh hashtag Boston's Big Four, hashtag Boston's Big Four dot com. And it's, uh, not, <laughs> it's not hashtag Big Four. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, guys. You don't, I don't. I don't know what this is. Hashtags a website. I, like, I don't know what this is. I. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Just leave Anyways. the internet stuff up to me. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, yeah. So, uh, real talk though. Did some video uh, videoing of the Zakem. If you guys want to, I mean, here you go. You'll peep. This is just uh, inside info. I don't know if it'll be on this episode just because of technical difficulties, but uh, we got video intro coming real soon. Yeah. Real soon. You guys coming in on this. Join us. Hell Join yeah. us for the video. Yeah. It's exciting. We're so doing that's what we were doing in things. Boston is just grabbing some clips for a little intro video, which you'll see eventually. Yeah, and it will evolve. If uh, Sound off in the comments if you'd like to maybe get in on an intro. We're going to do squad up at uh, different sporting events throughout Hell yeah. the seasons. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, let's see what we can get going on. That would be fun. That would be fun. It would be if fun, they, yeah. yeah. Some tailgating, I'm thinking. The Patriots are... we got to bond with the followers, you know? Absolutely. we got to meet them. 
Yeah, some some bi- Boston's Big Four tailgating is all I have to say. Hell yeah, I'm we about gotta it. Make it happen. I'm about it. So yeah, we were at the Garden the other day. Bruins starting Thursday against the uh, Dallas Stars. <laughs> it's been a very quiet off season. Not much hype surrounding the start of the season. Um, there really hasn't been much talk about the season starting at all. It kind of snuck up on me. Mm. I just realized a couple days ago, I was like, oh, it's this week. But, uh, yeah, Bruins are back. The Bears are back. The Bears are back, <laughs> baby. Don't you be mistaken. Don't you be mistaken. Don't you be mistaken. You better understand. You better understand. That's my, like, jazz room so version. That's, yeah, so that's um, that. <laughs> Let's not clip that one. Cut. You know what? Cut that. Cut that out. No, we're keeping okay. that. <laughs> cut that out. No, no, we're cut that out. That. Cut that out. <laughs> um, score predictions for the uh, Bruins on Thursday. Bruins, uh, I think it's. I don't know. Bruins, I don't know much about the Dallas Stars at all, so I'm just gonna wing it. And, oh, uh, Dallas! You know what? I'm sorry. I was originally Bruins three two. I think it's gonna be Bruins four one. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, and there's gonna be four fights, one fight for every goal, because Dallas is gonna be so dying pissed. They're going to be so dying pissed. I'm going to go Bruins. I canceled for that accent. Uh, what accent was that? It was supposed to be Texas, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was something bad. It was bad. a horrible Texas. It was something bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Might have been North Carolina. All right. North well, Carolina has that yeah, very Let's stick to like, the accents that we're good at. No, we'll dude. That. Oh, shade, dude. <laughs> Whatever, man. I will tweak on the Texas accent. Sound off in the comments if my Texas was okay. We'll yeah, figure it do out. That. We're working on it. So, yeah, I'm going to go Bruins 3, uh, Stars 1. Yeah, we're going 3-1. What did you say? 4-1? Yeah, I said 4-1 because I feel like Texas, they don't I want to have like much. a way different score than you, though. Yeah, but Texas doesn't skate that much, so they'll only get one goal no matter what. Dude, the players aren't from Texas. Yeah, but it's Texas. They're outside. It's warm. They don't like the cold. They're sick of it. Yeah, you're right. They play outside. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't think about that part. No, I mean, they <laughs> live outside. It's just hot, so they're going to be all they like, They live you know outside? What? They don't have houses down there? Bro. Dude, Texas oh sounds Oh, my whack. God. They live in a, in a cl- warm climate. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. But, <laughs> you know. I just have a feeling that um, they're not as adjusted as the Bruins are. So the Bruins are going to take care yeah, of Yeah, I mean, the Bruins Based are. Based solely on the climate that they live in. Just so mind that's it. That's what we're going you. on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going based on climate, 4-1 Bruins. All right, well, I'm going 4-3. Uh, 4-3 Bruins. 4-3 Bruins. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. You're really putting Tuca in a weird spot on his special episode. Oh, that's right. I'm For a nothing. upset. For nothing. <laughs> yeah. Shut out, Tuca. For nothing, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm the one who's disrespecting him by accident. I didn't mean to. I'm saying you're going to let up a goal, Tucker. You might do it. No, I'm still going with 4-3. Ah. I can't change my oh, prediction. God. That's why. Then it's definitely going to be 4-1. <laughs> I can't change my prediction. <laughs> All right, we're keeping it 4-1. Uh, everyone, sound off in the comments if uh, we're the best predictors ever. 
I uh, also it might be psychic. I've said this in past episodes. So I'm exactly I know exactly what scores are going to be. I've all been the pretty time. good at predicting things in the past. I've been good at predicting records. Uh, last year, I predicted the Patriots would be eleven and five, and they were. Nice. Um, there was a streak I went on, like three years in a row. I got within two. I guessed within two wins of uh, what the Celtics record would be. I guessed like fifty wins, and they got forty-eight. Like I was within two for three years in a row. Oh wow! Super accurate. On, yeah. You know, nice. So. Yeah, I'm nice with the predictions. I don't I don't gamble though. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you don't wanna you definitely don't wanna be risking too much on that. No. But the predictions are I mean, based on your informed decision can be pretty accurate. You can Yeah, absolutely. Celtics this year by the way, Celtics just started camp. Um they had their media day a couple of days ago as well. And Anything uh Celtics say? this year will have what did they have, forty eight wins last year? I'm going to say 52. Yeah. 52 and 30. For the season? Yep. All right. 52 and 30. Yeah, I'm going to trust you with that one. I mean, because I, no, uh, I have no specific numbers to throw <laughs> out. <laughs> That's just what I'm throwing out yeah. there right now. We got a, you know, they're just starting camp. Haven't started the preseason yet. We still got a couple weeks, more than a couple weeks before the season. But, uh. I'm looking forward to this Celtics team. Last year there was a lot of hype around the team and they kind of it seemed like that kind of went to their heads and they were kind of just tense and they never found the the chemistry and the uh, this year, you know, there's no not a lot of pressure. I mean, I wouldn't say there's not a lot of pressure. There's always a lot of pressure in Boston, but they're kind of flying under the radar this year. There's not as much hype surrounding them. Mm. And from what I've seen, pressure could be off. Yeah, from what I've seen I mean, just from them interacting at media day the other day, like they're all, they they just seem to be, you know, having, you know, enjoying each other's company, and they just seem to be a more loose, you know. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's well, a better way to be. More camaraderie. So. Oh, what was the movie? Um, what was the movie? Glory Road, where uh, great movie. the, the great team's movie. having a yeah. Also, great messages. Great movie. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, Shout out Glory Road. Yeah, excellent movie. It's, uh, so, I guess, I think, I forget, I don't know if it's, like, the championship game, or it's, like, one of those games where the coach realizes he's, like, oh, my style's not working here. So he tells them, he's, like, yo, play your game. Mm-hmm. So then they do all the street ball throwing behind the back and stuff, and they, yeah, and they that. just really yeah. slap it down, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, that could be them this season. That could be the Celtics. We need that. Could be. If you're loosey goosey, it just kind of shows that like when yeah. you're in the flow, you're in your game. That's when you play the best. Yeah. And I, I think when people are under pressure with high expectations, like oh we're a championship team, like we were saying with the Red Sox, you feel that way throughout the season. You are more likely to fall apart because you're like, this is what these are the right. gaps that I have to fill. And then right. throughout the process, you might make mistakes. You're gonna feel like you're not living up to your expectations rather than having fun. You're going to let those mistakes roll off your back because you're just like, we're having fun. Yep. And eventually you'll make it to the top because that's, you know, just how you go. Plow through it. Have fun. Right. And refine yourself. So, you know, I expect take uh, your job seriously, but don't overthink it. Just go out there and have fun playing a sport like you've been doing since you were a child. Like, that's really all it is. Obviously, there's more thinking involved, you know, but 
exactly. as you get older. But at the end of the day, you're just playing a game, and you can't just let egos get in the way. You just got to play, you know, within the flow of the team, not worry about your own numbers, you know, all that cliche shit, but it's exactly. true. And I feel that in the past, especially – Celtics have shown like extraordinary camaraderie, like with the right all their the you know the nicknames and the all the closeness and yeah everything. Well, I mean just the, like the it's, you know the Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce Celtics were yes exactly that's that, exactly what I'm thinking. I mean Kevin Garnett was was the glue that like held that together, and he's he was a unique personality, and there's not a lot of guys like him in the league anymore. Like he he was an old constantly school, talking. Constantly he was an old school type chick, of guy. Yeah. Like and he seriously, although he put up big numbers because he was so good, he legitimately did not care about personal achievements, and like you could feel it when he talked. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Like he was like all about the team. He never he said we. He never said I. Like he was all it's important. About, yeah. Yeah. So that type of stuff is definitely what they were missing last year, and I think they'll hopefully have more of that this year. Kemba seems like a really, you know, poised leader, better leader than Kyrie was, um, and there's just a lot of you know, fun personalities on the team, and you know, hardworking guys who just show up and play basketball, and you know, avoid all the drama, which will be good this year. Mm. Um, Taco Fall. Seven foot, what? Seven foot seven. Jeez! Shout out, giant. Yeah, <laughs> giant Ta- man. Taco. <laughs> we had we had that on a few uh, or a few episodes ago. Yeah, we were talking about him, and you said shout out giants, not the football team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Taco Fall. I listened to an interview with him on the radio this morning. He's uh, an interesting guy. He's really. You know, already becoming a fan favorite. I'm hoping he makes the team. He's not. It's not official that he's made the roster yet. Seven foot six, not seven I, seven. Is I heard he so. natural? Like, there's no. Do we know his medical history? Because usually there's issues. I guess when you're that big. Yeah, I don't know. And also, exactly. he's it, just really big. Yeah, if he's that big due to like one of those like growth syndromes, he'd probably be out of whack in like a few years. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what's happened in the past. You remember Yao Ming? Yeah, exactly. He, he actually was, was coming to mind. There's other very similar. He people. was, you know, elite for like three years, and then he had problems with his legs and whatever. Yeah. So that you was know, he, that can happen. Did he have one of those tumors? I know that like there's certain know. places. I don't know. I don't know what his uh, issue was, but I I know he had he dealt with a lot of injuries. Mm. Yeah, I and know. When you're that when big, you have those glandular disorders, and you just keep. When growing. you're that big, I think you, you don't have really strong bones or whatever. I don't know. Well, I like, can imagine, yeah, the, the amount of nutrients your body would need to supply all yeah. that size. And if you can't, I mean, it's probably not just nutrients, but just like organ function. Taco Fall, I heard once, ate eight large pizzas to the dome. Ate a whole large pizza to the dome? Eight large oh. pizzas. <laughs> I was like, yeah, people can eat a whole pizza. No, but, I, I can okay. do that. <laughs> I'll do that right now. Them. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh! Eight large pizzas to the dome. He's Michael Phelps, but times ten. It's crazy. I wonder if him and Michael Phelps went and uh, <laughs> hung out. How much could they chief at a restaurant? They could probably take a place out. Probably. <laughs> they just pull around Swanson. Give me all of the bacon and eggs that you have. They start walking away, and he's like, "I, I think you misheard me. I want all." Of the bacon and eggs that you had. 
Shout um, out Parks and Rec. Sorry, totally stolen. No, it's all good. You don't even have to show up. I have to. No, I'm just kidding. It's a great show. Um, Ennis Cantor. I've just I'm just looking up what he's been up to lately because he's always doing shit. We talked about him a few episodes ago. You know, he opened all the basketball camps. He was on WWE. Mm. Um, he was at the State House recently doing something. Doing stuff for the kids. Yeah, doing stuff for the kids. Listen to the kids. He's been really involved in politics. He's Turkish and he's been like going at the the Turkish government. Like I, I don't know, he has beef with them or something. But he's always making headlines. And it's not bad stuff. It's like he's just a very active person. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's uh, he has a lot to say. Obviously, I still got to watch his um, interviews from Media Day the other day. I'm sure they were interesting. Yeah. But yeah, he seems like a really interesting guy to have around, and he's a really good player. So hmm. you know, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Celtics this year. So, uh, yeah, a few weeks until they start. Bruins start on Thursday, so the winter teams are uh, gearing up. Oh, yeah. Get your cuddle, buddy. Get some <laughs> popcorn. Let's watch these games. Hell watch yeah. the Boston sports Hell win. Yeah. Let's do this. I like how, like, different sports represent, you know, different seasons. Like, mm. football's the fall. Baseball's the summer. And hockey and basketball are the winter. And then yeah. they go into the spring, obviously. You know, and they all overlap. Like the end of the season yeah, goes yeah. into a different season, but like. But it's true. They all kind of you, you have different feelings associated with each right. one, and they all just carry you right. through the seasons, and they all feel. And so this is just a climate thing, because I mean, hey, this is Boston's big four. We're Boston yeah. people. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to go through my entire year and have it be sunny the entire time. Yeah. So if it was. December and I'm watching like hockey and basketball and I'm I'm thinking like what's going on with the with outside and it's warm right I'm just like how uh that it does it wouldn't feel right I would yeah I would feel like I want to be watching baseball or like, playing when you leave outside. a Celtics or Bruins game you got to put your coat on and you know it's freezing you got exactly it's an adventure <laughs> yeah it's you an barely want to get out of your car exactly but you gotta go. You like you, tickets. you force yourself. You <laughs> bought those tickets. You force yourself to go into the city, freeze your ass off. You finally yeah. get into that warm arena, and you know you warm up. Even though it's all icy and got to be cold to a degree. Yeah. So <laughs> and you know that's why winter sports are played indoors because it's supposed to be cold out in the winter, but some places it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I know I, that was kind of a long-winded way to just say like I'm used to the cold and my season's changing. Yeah, but. It's weird. I can't imagine Halloween no, I mean, being a warm, like, sunny day. I uh, I think that it's yeah. like a fall like, leaves on the ground day. Yeah, it's warm, warm, sunny. You know, weather is baseball weather. It's exactly that's when you you know shorts and a t shirt go out to Fenway. You're out in the open air, just enjoying, enjoying the night. And then when it's cold, you go inside to the garden. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how we do it. And then you know, football. Kind of a crapshoot because it can be cold in the in the fall, and then we play into the winter too. And playoff games, it's obviously freezing at Gillette. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like uh, people that, underestimate how cold, how really cold you can yeah. get sitting. In I mean, the there stands. are some there are some times when the Patriots play at Gillette in January, and it's like 
you know, 10 degrees, and I'm like, I'm glad I'm at home watching this game. Oh, yeah. I would not enjoy that. Yeah, like, as much as I love the Patriots, like, I got a better view here, and I'm warm. So. Overpaying for... Uh, to freeze it, your ass off. Particularly if you were in, like, bad seats, too, if you just had, to, like, paid for, like, balcony or something way back. All the way up in the nosebleeds, the wind's whipping, like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you're above tree level, so you got the wind just flying in. I'm sure the diehards love it, but yeah. it just, I, hey, not that I, I wouldn't consider myself a diehard, but I'm not willing to face all hard, the elements. I mean, I've said before, I'd rather go to a Sox-Bruins or Celtics game than a, a Patriots game, just because I would enjoy going to Boston more than Foxborough, and they're cheaper. Yeah. And so... <laughs> It's pretty much yeah. I've been to one Patriots game. Yeah, I've been to nice. one regular season game. I've been to some preseason games, but I'm excited to go so, go to some uh, Celtics games this year and Bruins. Oh yeah. Uh, we should get into some music though. We should. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. We actually on. um uh we had some on site uh representation at a recent show. At the Middle East, um, first of all, shout out Leeds, and uh, shout out uh, for producing the whole whole thing he had put on the show, Middle East main producer, manager, Uh, and this was a show, the Palmer Squares, Um, we might have talked about this on another podcast, Nasty's opening for the Palmer Squares, local guy Nasty, he's um, toured with, uh, well, across the country, he's uh, lived in LA for a while, he's done a lot of stuff, so... Uh, open for them. I got to, got a little uh, got some merch. I got to see the Palmer Squares group from Chicago. I've shouted out before. Uh, it was a nice many times. Yeah, many times, many times. Everyone is probably familiar with the Palmer Squares, who's uh, heard me be. talk. Yeah, they should be. They're great. Um, it, but they're uh, it turns out they're close friends with Nasty. They even stayed at his house. Yeah, during the uh, when they were yeah when they were in Boston, they stayed at his house. Just uh, this past. Tuesday, yeah, this past oh, Tuesday. Oh, they stayed at his house, wow. Yeah, so they're... Uh, look at that. They're close like that. So it's... um. Shout out they're these like, guys. They're like Tom Brady, Antonio Brown close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, staying at each other's houses. <laughs> yeah, as long as they need until you can get established. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to make that quick <laughs> shout out because um, I believe uh, Nasty's been on the podcast before, if I recall correctly. No, he has not. Oh, he has not? No. Oh my God! I thought he. We're had hoping been. to get him on, very soon. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah so we had we discussed it, and yeah, I guess it could pos- We're we're in the works. We'll see what happens. Not to jump the gun, but no, uh, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. We got a, uh, we got a few guests coming up. Yeah, we so got a few guests tuned. lined up. Yeah, stay tuned. Anyone who wants stay to tuned. hear local music, uh, real interviews, real talk, uh, it's all it's all out here. So let's make it happen. Uh, someone who is a former guest, or two people actually woke. Uh, that is Lateb and Oblivious, members of Headshots, who many of you know. Uh, I went to their video shoot a couple weekends ago, so that was fun. Catch Boston's Big Four in the video. Yeah, I was in the video. It was uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Met a lot of cool people. I met John Glass. Shout out to John Glass. Uh, talked to him about coming on the podcast eventually, so, you know, made some good connections and... Uh, Thank you to them, you know, Latab and Oblivious for having me. There was lots of good food, good vibes. I ended up staying for a while and, you know, just hanging out. Um, the video itself was very creative. Uh, definitely look out for that. Oblivious 
you know, wrote the whole script for it and he was telling us all we had there was a bunch of people there and he was telling us all what to do and you know he uh he had to yell at me a couple times to get my hands out of my pockets i don't know what to do with my hands dude i didn't know what to do with my hands let me tell you something yeah well here's the thing i my my uh personal opinion on videos is like do one of everything and then they'll I started running out of things to do with my hands. I guess that's true. You can't start, just do the same. Start rolling the dice. Yeah, like no, that. it's too <laughs> much. I didn't want to steal the show, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, you can... I could really break you. it down if you want me to, but, yeah, like, per- I could really... <laughs> it, it always seems to work out in the end, especially for rap stuff, because they'll, like, slow it down or, like... Oh, they'll figure just, it out. You're doing, like, this They'll stuff, figure it they'll out. They'll just be like... Choo, 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 they'll like, figure it out. Make you look extra cool. Yeah, so no, they'll make, they'll make me look cool. Shout out to uh, the the dudes that were shooting it. Yeah, video uh, Kyle producers Benecci really was making one of the them. magic. Uh, John Mooney was there. I forget who else was shooting, but shout out to them. Look out for that video coming out. Woke. Woke. Um, so, yeah, if you're ever going to be in a, a rap video, just, like, figure out before you go what you're going to do love with your hands. of God, yeah. Use <laughs> your hands. No, before, I'm serious. Have a plan. When you go in there, like, figure out. Use your hands. Yeah, figure out what you're going to do with your hands. Watch some videos and see what other rappers do with their hands and, and people in the background of rap videos. You can always go with the Birdman hand rub. That's <laughs> yeah, a, roll some Play-Doh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, but you can't so do it fire. too much. That's the thing. You got to switch it up. Yeah, so, well, then you got to lick tough. your lips, make like a little snap with your hand, yeah. and then go back to rolling the play. Nah, that's tough. It's, tough. <laughs> it's a whole yeah, I skill mean, in itself. It, there's some people who rap, and then there's other people who are in music videos. Right. Specifically. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard. There's the girls that twerk. That's like a whole crew. That's a company that you got to call. Yeah. You can't just have girls they, to twerk. Yeah. <laughs> But, the, you know, that's only one thing they got to do. They can just twerk the whole video and then. Yeah, but those are just, they're specialists. You can't just get any girl to twerk. As far as, so. I'm, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's like a learned skill. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, you got to pick them out. Uh, What else for music? <laughs> Sorry, I threw us off with music video twerking and and the different no, roles that people take. It's literally take. not the first time that's happened on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lord Juke. <laughs> Absolutely. Um Clancy, Justin Clancy. Making I, moves. I was, Last boss. I was going to shout out this show in case the tickets weren't sold out yet and then like an hour ago he posted in the Facebook group that they're sold out now, so no. Like you can't get them at the door or anything. So if you're going, you're going. If you're not, you're not. Amazing. If you're going, I'll see you there. Uh, but yeah, it's his last show before he moves to LA and you know becomes famous and shit. Ten dollars in my savings. One yeah, he's about to have more ten, more than ten dollars in his savings. Mm, especially now. Mm. Gotta have that bag, yo. So I'm doing set up for a show. Show might have happened. Ba- back up the Brinks truck, you know. Yeah. Get the bag, get the bag, back at the Brinks truck, keeping it safe. We're just Keep backing secure. up the Brinks truck, Do my, my babies. <laughs> Shout out Crystalia. Shout um, out Crystalia. Just having cash, yeah. Yeah. So let's play some music, though. Yeah, let's get some songs out here. Rigs. We obviously got to start with Rigs. Oh, uh, 
Shout out Riggs. Shout out Riggs. Shout out Big Crit. Shout out Big Crit. BC High alumni. BC High alumni. Emmanuel Riggins. Wagwan Brethren. Yeah, Riggs, though, uh, he moved down to Atlanta a few months ago. Yeah. And uh, he's obviously been doing huge things down there. He teamed up with Big Crit, so. That's pretty sick. It's, uh, yeah, big moves. Um, definitely, uh, definitely impressed. It's it's interesting. There's a few people we've gone to high school with that are making big music moves. Um, Alec McGilvery too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, country. And uh, I don't if you've heard anyone heard uh, Liam McCain. He's in a band. Yeah, he's Laura, in a band too. Warren Alexandria. Warren Alexandria. Yes. And the Helen Trio. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure that if was that's the other one. The same yeah. or if they're just. Uh, Warren Alexandria is the new one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the newest formation, but I don't know that they still. I'm sure there's uh, offshoots. Yeah, a lot of talent, a lot of yeah. talent coming a out of there. A lot of talent coming out uh, of that Eastie area. has and a song Eastie. coming out very soon. Mm. Um, Bringing the gas. Who's it featuring? Hashtag don't call it a comeback. INF and uh, someone else. There is another feature on there. Ooh. But yeah, look out for that. We'll obviously play it on the podcast when it drops because that's, that's, that's the homie. That's the homie. That is, that's not only the homie, that's the co-host who, uh, you know, we left the seat empty for him. Yeah, he's today <laughs> we poured a few out for him. He uh, he's still Habitat for Humanity. Actually, I guys, I uh, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, this what? is really hard. This is hard. I lied. Tonight, he wasn't at Habitat for Humanity. Tonight he's sick. He god damn sick. it! I just didn't want to say it before, but I couldn't hold it up. He's not that I sick. Care. I care about my he, fans. He has a cold. He'll be fine. But it just couldn't come to... It didn't want to get us sick. I just... I respect it. I'm just saying. I want the fans to know I'm honest. <laughs> I think they appreciate that. I just... I just need the fans to know I'm honest. This particular week, he wasn't still at Habitat for Humanity. I just thought it would be an easy thing to say. Yeah. But goddamn, I crumbled. But at least we've been honest up until this point. I crumbled. You know? Yeah, I crumbled. <laughs> at least I we've been honest here. about his whereabouts this entire time until now. I so. have never told a lie nope. until right now. No, it was the first lie that Owen has ever told. This is my first lie. And um, I'm so sorry. I cop to it. I just want everyone to know uh, <laughs> that's just the case. All right? Hey, it takes, it right. takes a big man to admit but that. But anyways... So. Chill. Riggs. Riggs, chill, big crit. No longer Riggs too nice. He's just Riggs now, okay? It's an awesome song. Awesome video. Yes. And they're like both big featured crits in, in the video. Like yeah. they, they're homies. How yeah. cool is that, man? I was Pretty listening cool. to Big Crit, you know, when I was going to high school with Riggs. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> like, he was probably listening to him. He was to listening to him well. too. I know yeah, he was. I'm, I'm sure, sure he was. Yeah. Oh my god. Like uh, yeah, that's big. That's big. Um, so yeah, this one's called Chill Riggs, Boston Zone, featuring the one and only Big Crit. Here it is. I just need some girl, I can't with just chill. Girl, I can't with just chill. Always acting like love be is some kind of business deal. Now you're asking for a ring on it, but I don't know if it's real. Nigga get paid so that's all that you will reveal. Girl, why can't we just chill? Girl, why can't we just chill? Always acting like love is a kind of business deal. Now 
why you pushing for a locky key? If I love you, I love you. You sitting there right in my chest, and my heart's where you'll always be. Nowadays, we get caught up in the form of things. Want a baby in the diamond ring that we don't ever stop to consider. If the love grow bitter, then some things are bound to change. What about the marriages that's unfulfilled? When the house ain't a home and it's just a bill. And the kids that suffer because the love is forced. Because dad hate mom, that's without remorse. Because mama said, fuck you. Make with a ring on my finger. I don't really even love you anyways. But I need a ring and a baby, so fuck you. Pay me that love, it was all charade. Oh, God, girl, that's out of order. Got the change like a roller quarters. Need the priest to excise the demons. Splash the devil with the holy water. So why can't we chill? Dig our toes into the dirt. Find our place in this earth. Get a hole first. You and I know our worth. So marriage and a kid might work. Girl, why can't we just chill? Girl, why can't we just chill? Always acting like love is some kind of business deal. Chill, 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 chill. Riggs, big crit. Big time, big time collab for the homie Riggs right there. That's a banger. That's a party song. That's an all the time song. It's a chill song, song too. Yeah, it's a chill song. You it's know? a great song. It's in, in, the, in the title. And uh, why, why do they have to make love feel like a business deal? Yeah, why? I don't like that. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, not they like Riggs and Big Crit. I just mean no, they. Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you mean on. them? Yeah. yeah. No, I they. <laughs> they them. Nobody Help should us be out. making Throw love. Us a bonehead. Nobody should make it be making love a business deal. Yeah, keep it out it's, of it. Uh, Separation of church and state. They said that once. You know. Big facts. Big facts. Big Crit. Big Riggs. <laughs> it's out here. They're real good, honestly. Uh, big Crit's one of the best. Well, yeah, we know Big Crit is established Riggs, out there. Riggs is Riggs is upcoming big right now, ro- skyrocketing. Yeah, so. uh, check out his uh, EP, Last Day of November, which came out last November. If you haven't heard that yet, listen to it. Some jams on there. Check out his single, Remember the Drip, also. It's a great song. Um, I yeah. my bag. He's got, yeah. I'm in my satchel. Exactly, you know I'm it. my knapsack. Yeah, he's got some bangers. Murderer too. I like a lot of his songs. Um, yeah, so shout out to Riggs. Shout out Riggs. Uh, next, we got to get into Gangstar. Gangstar. Rest in peace, Guru. R.I.P. Um, unreleased tracks, though. Yeah, some unreleased bars from Guru. Or stolen Recently vocals? released. This said five. <laughs> <laughs> Recently released. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, First, I believe first Gangstar track to come out since he passed away, and uh, it happens to feature J. Cole, uh, one of the best in the game. Wow. Announced and, uh, and last he announced feature. that this would be his last feature that he's doing, J. Cole. So, oh. pretty big for uh, his last feature. And of course, Guru originally from Boston, um, you know, moved to New York, linked up with DJ Premier, and then the whole Gangstar thing took off. But you know, he's he's a Boston guy. Um, Big Boom Bap Shouts out Yep um, He actually attended Cohasset High School Which I learned by reading his mm. Wikipedia page Born and bred Thorough He's uh, Well he's from Boston He was He grew up in Boston But somehow attended mm. Through like Mecca Fancy, or something Fancy yeah Yeah But uh, No it's uh, I, I was Cohasset's pretty interested nice to anyone who's confused Yeah Cohasset's no, a real Cohasset nice town nice and I'm sure their schools are great. They probably have great SATs <laughs> or MCAS, whatever. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Jerusalem Road. Check it out. Jerusalem Cruise. Shouts out Jerusalem Cruise. You know what um, it is. Yeah, but Gangstar. 
Boston legend Guru is, and uh, this and song so is, is definitely, and so is Riggs also, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this song is definitely cool to hear. It was cool to hear, you know, J Cole. It is pretty legendary. Kinda, it's pretty historic, regardless. You know, the, the best in the game right now, you know, teaming up with a legend that is no longer with us, unfortunately. But to hear that is uh, pretty incredible. So, check out this song. It's called Family and Loyalty, Gangstar featuring J. Cole. La familia is tolo. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up. Diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds are forever like friends that'll kill for you. Went up in a jewelry store, burglary, steal for you. Bill with you, split the diamond into ice blue. Try to try to disrespect our kinship, I don't like you. And now you axed out the fam. But I'm cashing checks with Premier on this jam. Robin Leach, interviews on the beach. When we shake hands, nothing but ice on the reach. And I teach like the rap Reverend Ike without the perm I preach. This more you need to learn, I return for my streets, gaining my wealth, training myself for corny confrontation with haters who be playing themselves. Diamonds, I like my world of rap. Your rhyming is <laughs> like a world of crap. And a diamond is like a flat girl that's trapped. And you can't beat that with a bat. There it is. It was amazing. Had that real are we, are old school feel. Are we live? We are. All right. Um, yeah, old school feel, DJ Premier, you know, always, you know, never made a, a whack beat in his life. Um, you know, it's, it's cool to see that song, you know, obviously with J. Cole being on it, it's, it's been a, you know, talked about a lot. So it's cool to see that kind of attention, that kind of light being shed on Gangstar. Hopefully it'll, uh, mm. bring some young fans on to them, you know, who hadn't heard them before, hadn't heard Guru before. Absolutely. Um, there was actually a uh, billboard up in uh, Times Square promoting that song a couple weeks ago. That's picture so a, interesting. Picture of DJ yeah. Premier and uh, Guru. Up and there. that really shows the significance of its, I mean, yeah. historical value, just Absolutely. not just the musical value. I mean, it, promoting one single song on a billboard, I, I mean, I don't know of any other. Yeah, I don't know. Joyner was on a billboard in Times Square recently. Um, really? Yeah. For an album? I don't know what it was for exactly, but he was on he was on a billboard in Times Square. He's probably doing movies and stuff now. He's big. So yeah, Joiner's a big deal. Shut up. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up with uh, Wappa, Wappa, Wappa. We keep getting the weirdest wrapping papers. They make the weirdest sounds. Wappa. This is wrapping Dude, it up. We have a video <laughs> thing now. You can't, you know. Oh. They can see what's oh. going on. They're going to know when we're actually not going to get paperwork, too. They don't know what I'm doing <laughs> right here. 
behind my computer screen. I That's true. Rapping anything. So <laughs> who knows what the hell you're doing behind <laughs> that computer screen? <laughs> We're don't gonna look. leave that please between you look. and the Lord. Yeah, please, <laughs> please don't look. <laughs> the Lord's not looking. We have a special deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're gonna wrap it up with a Millie. A Millie, not a the song. Millie, yeah, millie, not the song a by Lil Wayne. A millie, a millie, this is an artist by the name of Millie, uh, from Boston. Don't he be confused. Might not have heard of him yet because uh, he's you know slowly starting to bubble, but he's not extremely well known as of yet. Um, I was just looking at uh, I was just looking the song up on YouTube, and all, a bunch of comments were saying, "Oh, I found this in a football highlight video on Instagram." Ooh. So apparently, it got used. It wasn't mine. Oh, Boston's big, but with the highlight I have videos. been I have been making highlight videos lately. I used King from '98. I used Dutch Rebel, and I'll be making more with local artists. So. Oh yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, but um, yeah. So a Millie, this song is called Trouble, Trouble. and I'm probably gonna use it on a highlight video at some point. Why not? Big Trouble. Um, yeah, this is a banger, so here it is. Boston's Big Four, episode 40. Bruh, bruh. Episode 2, Garask. Go Pats. And Bruins. And Socks.
people. I'm choosing less of evil. They're out here to deceive you. Cause when they watch you see through, feeling pins and needles, they really got you diesel. Then watch you burn and leave you. Prioritize the money, they will not take it from me. They really know what's coming. Don't blame me like a dummy. I have gorillas jumping. This shit ain't nothing to me. This shit ain't nothing funny. And I know I really said I really try to put you first. And I know I swear to God, I swear to God, prayed in church. Gotta punch that nine to five. Time put in work, gotta go before I'm out up and I'm down up in the dirt. And I know that you wanna all that Louis and Prada, all that Dolce Gabbana, all that shit is designer. Well, excuse me, your honor, I don't want no more problems. Baby, I said no drama, and I swear to my mama, all because I'm trouble. Eh, eh, trouble. Na, 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 I'm trouble. Demon steady on me lurking, basic trying to see me struggle. Steady trying to save the city, coming straight up out the rubble. Gotta make the winning ride, I gotta hide it out of huddle. All these people showing love and always asking for a rebuttal. Gotta check myself again before I'm 